Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Mitchell Lady Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert. And I spent 12 months interviewing 500 thought leaders to really get at the core of what is credibility. Uh, There's a book now called Credibility Nation that you could pick up, and more importantly is you could listen to the interviews on this podcast. I've taken three particular interviews, which are anywhere between four to eight minutes long, combine them together, and you can listen to how the thought leader presents themselves, the types of questions being asked, and do they show up as credible or not credible? There's a lot to learn, a lot to grow, a lot to actually experience. So take a listen. If you like what you hear, spread some cred dust and click on the like button and share with your friends. And uh, enjoy. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Nicole Robert Jones, who is the CEO of NRJ Enterprises. She works with entrepreneurs to create multiple streams of income from what they already know in order to build an empire from their expertise. Nicole, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Oh, I was from the first minute I saw you and you met the last guest to now. I've so enjoyed our conversation and the green room interaction. (laughs) And uh, I'd like the audience to know a little bit more as well. And through your customer point of pain, what is your, your CPOP? What's your customer point of pain? So I help women who are tired of building somebody else's billion dollar brand. Yeah. So think about that. In, mm-hmm. We come from this industrial age society where our jobs were always to help somebody else make money, not ourselves, mm-hmm. not to think for ourselves, not to do for ourselves, not exactly. to be successful in terms of what we do. And, and you know what? Life has changed. The, yeah. the rules of the game have been changing and continue to change. Nicole, tell me a little bit more. So, you know, women are the largest number of entrepreneurs out there, right? And so literally you can write your own check. So the thing that I absolutely love doing is seeing women go to the bank, make a deposit and write their own paycheck. (laughs) I like that. So what is it? Tell me a little bit more about your program. What do you do? 
So I coach. So we have group coaching. I have one-on-one. And um, I'll tell you, one of the things I love about working with women is I learn from them as much as they learn from me. So when we're in a group, you know, we're all sharing. Of course, I'm coaching them, but we're all sharing. And I love when I say, hold on a second, let me write that down, right? Because I'm learning equally as much as my clients are learning from me. (laughs) And Nicole, how do you have credibility to do what you do? Uh, because I failed for 17 years in my own business. So I've been doing this for 27 years, even though I'm still 28, Mitchell, don't ask, right? Yeah, I, so, so. I was just going to leave that. That's one of those classic <laughs> jokes. Yeah, you, you can't possibly have been doing this for 27 years, but let's put that 27 years in September. This will be my 27th year. So wow. literally it took me 17 years to even admit to anybody I was failing because my business on paper looked really, really successful. So at the time I had a for-profit and a non-profit. So in my non-profit, I had 10 chapters in 10 states of my youth program, right? Working with teenage girls. In my for-profit coaching women, just like I'm coaching women now, I had a maxed out coaching client roster, meaning I couldn't take another client. So I thought in 2010, I'll write a book. And so when I wrote my first book in 2010, I started getting invitations to speak all over the country. I was going to a women's empowerment event, an entrepreneurial symposium. So I had made it to the exact place I dreamed of when I started my business. However, I was only making $13,000 a year. Yeah, I said 13, lower than the poverty level, right? Because the poverty wow. level, I believe, is 17000 right? So I pretty much had a big, bad job with, with no paycheck. And so I remember feeling frustrated, tired, and ready to quit. Because it, it just wasn't working. And so I prayed in that moment, God, if this is really what I'm supposed to do, you better show me something, right? And so to make a really long story short, short I heard about this free call like this one, got on that, met my coach, hired my coach, this is a long story short. And in my, coach, my first coaching session, my coach showed me me. She said, Nicole, didn't you tell me you are an adjunct professor right now? You teach at Boston University and you taught at USC before you moved from California for five years. And what you teach is program development. And I'm all proud of myself that my coach knows me. I'm like, yeah, right. And then she said, and you used to have a consulting firm and you went into other businesses. You work with nonprofits and heads of state and celebrities. And what you did was help them build programs in their businesses. And I said, yeah, again, proud that my coach knows me. And then the next thing she said changed everything. She said, Nicole, you don't have any programs in your business. See, what most billionaires don't tell us is that you have to have multiple streams of income in your business to really make a profit. Now, if you guys haven't figured out, of course, I had a daytime job to pay for my nighttime calling. That's why I used to call it, right? So how could I ever make more money if I still was working at a nine to five? And by the way, the only revenue I had in my business was coaching one-on-one, right? So to make an even longer story short, and I am wrapping, I promise you, I literally went that night and developed my first program. I made $10,000 in two days. From that first program, I started developing what I call a blueprint from the course I had been teaching, from the consulting work I had been doing. And I used that blueprint to develop other programs. And I literally went from in six months, 13,000 to over 200,000. And so that's why I'm passionate about what I teach because yes, I got to quit my job. Yes, I work full time in my brilliance every day. And so I am blessed to be able to teach other women to do the same. Yeah, that's a beautiful story. And, and Nicole, you talked a little bit already about how you go about um, sharing your credibility mm-hmm. um, by running running groups and sharing and learning from others. Uh, anything else you want to add to that? Um, I think, too, 
love, I love doing stuff like this because I get to meet people like you. And since this is about credibility, how do you build credibility the best outside of people experiencing you? You know, I like to call this a first date. So whether you realize it or not, Mitchell, we're on a first date, right? Because we're just meeting. And I, so, I actually do that. You know, we're actually technically it's our second date because the green room was the first date. <laughs> right? Going live is now the second date. Okay. But here's what so many people do in their business, right? They think because I'm here with you on the first date, I'm going to bring my ring and marry you. Uh, no, but that's what you do when you sell somebody the first time they meet you. It's like, can we date for a while? And so credibility is important because it allows people that time to have a relationship with you before you offer a sale. Absolutely. So if, if you're listening or watching and, and you fit into these characteristics of recognizing you've been a successful female executive, you're, you're making money, but you're building somebody else's billion dollar brand and you've got it in you, you want to do something for yourself, you want somebody to support you, uh, you're going to want to reach out to Nicole Roberts. Actually, it's the whole thing. Nicole, Nicole Roberts, Roberts Jones. Jones. I tried to make my daddy happy and my husband happy, so I kept them both. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, anyhow, uh, Nicole, what's the best way for people to reach out to you? So my website, NicoleRobertsJones.com. And Nicole is N-I-C-O-L-E, NicoleRobertsJones.com. Beautiful. Well, Nicole, thanks for sharing your credibility with us today. Yay, thank you for having me. You're welcome. And and listen, you guys know this is important to make this happen. This is important to drive success. And so please uh, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Real Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking with amazing humans from around the planet and talking about their credibility. And I'd like to introduce Carol O'Brien, who is the owner of the Educators Academy. She delivers staff development to New Jersey and New York City schools and public schools. Carol, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Mitchell. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) <laughs> Great to have you. So tell me, what is your CPOP? What is the customer point of pain that you that you address? So educators are looking for meaningful and current professional development opportunities for staff that deal with today's 21st century's children. I so as a as a parent now, mine's now 21, so no, no longer a congratulations. Uh, thank you, <laughs> but I. It's one of those things as a parent, I always would want to make sure that the educators are up to speed with everything that's happening. And it's so different. Tell me a little bit more. What does that mean? What do you do? So I provide trainings that reach a population that deals with, if you're talking about early childhood educators, you're talking about a population that runs around all day saying things like stop licking the trees and we don't pick our nose with our friends t-shirts so they are dealing with something that's new every single day um, every single minute sometimes and sometimes it's very painful as a teacher I remember those years where I said I know next year I'm going to talk about this child and it'll be hilarious but right now it is mind-blowing and very painful so I reach staff who need to find strategies that can help them manage some of the difficult situations that we have with children. As a parent, you probably remember 
those days where you just didn't know why your child was doing this and you didn't know how to fix it. Imagine having 15 of your son sitting there challenging you every single minute. Yep. By the way, that's a scary thought, really scary <laughs> thought. And, and particularly in today's world, because my, my son's uh, friends had brothers, older brothers, and they have access to the internet. And the internet has a whole wealth of other potential problems. And, and I could see a lot of opportunities for incremental training that we just never needed before. Yes, it is a totally different world. And what staff are dealing with, you know, if you look at the zero to three population alone, the amount of electronic time that children should be receiving or spending um, is zero. However, we're dealing with a population of parents who that's the new thing. I have a grandson. I pull out my phone to do something. He's mesmerized. It's just the most exciting thing in the world. Mm. You know, how do we manage um, that difficulty? And we still don't know, you know, the, you know, how to entertain children um, when, when they have this, you know, wonderful, magical, you know, pocket-sized element that uh, or instrument that's right there for them. So parents are dealing with something that's very different. Teachers are trying to manage it as well. It's, it's, a, new, it's a new day. For, it's a new day. And that doesn't mean that they don't still have the same issues. The child that just wants to be stubborn, the child that, um, you know, they're, they're biting everyone, including the teacher, right? The, um, the, the child that just misses mommy and dad. Right? Mm. That, I, I don't want to do writing. I, my letters, I want to play. I want to play with the blocks. This looks like fun. And we've got a world today that's global. And as parents and as educators, we're concerned that our children are not going to be able to meet those challenges. So we push really hard to try to provide them with the educational experiences that will make them very competitive in a global world. And it's so scary, and we don't know how to do it. And all the time, we're just still running around telling them to stop licking the trees. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that expression. Um, <laughs> so what, what gives you that credibility to do what you do? So part of it is that I, I was there. I you know, crawled through the dirt to grab a child before he threw the worm in his mouth. Um, I had those days where I, you know, I woke up and I said to my husband, I don't want to go to school today. You know, it's, um, it, I, I know how difficult the job is. I know how hard it is. Um, I know how difficult it is to you know, love your students so much and have them also just drive you so crazy. Um, and I think that that's important. When you stand in front of someone, if you sat in their shoes, then they know that you at least understand what's going on. We can't just sit there and say, you know, it's Oh, well, you know, this, this is the way I'm going to do my class. And if I just start early with my classroom management and my rules, it'll be fine. Because it's not. You're always going to have that child that challenges it. And what works with one child doesn't work with another. So I, I can't come and, you know, give them this nice little book and say, here's what you do. I, I, have, to, I have to let them know that I know that 
Now, this will work with one, but it won't work with all of them. You've got to have an entire toolbox. You have to have a tool chest to manage children. Yep. And I think that that gives them a little, I mean, my credibility is, is really contingent upon my ability to recognize that I don't have the answers. But together, we all might be able to get a few answers. I get it. So how does that, in terms of you sharing your credibility in today's world and your space, how do you get, how do you get that out there? How do people get to see you that way and, and see that you're credible? So for me, what's most important is that, um, you know, in order to connect, you need to be believable. And the only way to be believable is for someone to really get to know you, to build some trusting relationships, and also to be able to see what it is that you offer, what it is that you do. So I usually spend a lot of time um, attending conferences and networking through that. So I will fill out RFPs for conferences and I will present workshops um, at the conference and connect that way. And what happens then is they tell two people and so on and so on. So then the referrals come from other schools. I also am part of a consortium in New Jersey of early childhood past early childhood educators who are trainers now. So we, we meet, we support each other, we connect with each other, and we also share um, some of our clients as well. If I, yeah. August, the last two days of the last week of August, whatever days they end up being, every single school has professional development. And there's only so many staff development educators to go around. So we all, I also, we also share that as well. And then there's some things that just are part of my forte that, you know, others that part of their forte. So part of your credibility is not saying yes to everything, knowing, you know, what's your lane, stay in your lane. Yep. No, I I can't. want to get into another lane, spend some time learning about that lane. Ding, ding, ding. I love that. So listen, if, if you're in New Jersey, New York area, you need to come up uh, with staff development for your preschool, your public school area. You're going to want to reach out to Carol O'Brien. Carol, how do people reach out to you? So I, I am on LinkedIn, which is wonderful. Um, I also can be reached through my email, which is Carol, C-A-R-O-L-E, like Carol King, C-A-R-O-L-E. V is in victory, O'Brien, O-B-R-I-E-N, at gmail.com. Everybody can always find me at LinkedIn. And one of these days, I will join the millennial parents and have a website. That's something <laughs> It's important. <laughs> it is important. <laughs> hey, Carol, thanks so much for joining us today and sharing your credibility. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mitchell. It really was a pleasure talking with you again. Thanks. And... Everyone else, thanks for joining us for this episode of Thought Leader Life. Uh, Please click the like button, uh, subscribe to our channel, share with your friends, and look forward to seeing you at the next episode. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet on who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Carolyn Landisman, who is the Chief Vision Officer at Strategies for Success. She is an inspirational leader, 
coach, and motivator. She helps people develop the skills they need to succeed in the areas of their life they choose to focus on. Carolyn, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mitchell. I'm delighted to be here. Oh, I'm delighted to meet and interact with you and and so thoroughly enjoyed our green room conversation. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And Oh, you're welcome. I'm very interested in sharing with the audience a little more about you. And to me, the Mm -hmm. best way to do that is to share your customer point of pain. What is your CPOP? Leaders who lack momentum, personal momentum. Yeah, let's think about that. So... I've been thinking about, so I signed the board of a public company for a decade. I ran four mm-hmm. different CEO networking groups for, for a decade. And what was interesting, typically the people I'd interact with directly had that personal momentum, but there was always somebody on their staff where it's possible that the leader was doing well, at least on the outside, but on the inside, they weren't. And there's so many, and it's in the manifestations of that, are in so many different ways. I just love how you present this. Leaders who lack personal momentum. Uh, tell me a little bit more. In my experience, I probably worked for more leaders who were very poor at what they did. I think I can only relate to one leader who I thought was amazing. And in all the leadership research I've done over the years, the leadership model that I subscribe to is servant leadership. And when you are a servant leader, it's not about you. It's about the people that you serve. And this, uh, it got me really interested in leadership and why it goes wrong, what makes great leaders. And so through the years, I've done a lot of research in this field. And one of the things I'm particularly interested in is developing leaders under leaders under leaders. Got it. And how do you do that? What's, what actually is your service? I coach leadership, run seminars in leadership, and one of the things that I use is a proprietary methodology based on my years as a Dale Carnegie facilitator using time-based learning. And the methodology I use meets people exactly where they are right now. And you do that through a process of 360 degree evaluation, uh, gaining the insights on their blind spots and utilizing a seven step process to rebuild if they've lost momentum or to build the momentum they need to get the results that they want. Oh, beautiful. I like that. And you, you mentioned a little bit of the next question is how do you have credibility to do what you do? And you, you said you've done some, obviously some work with Dale Carnegie. Tell me a little bit more. How do you have credibility to do what you do? I did everything backwards. I started my professional life as a teacher and realized at age 19, believe it or not, I wasn't in a position to teach children when I knew nothing about the world. And so I went overseas. I lived in Hong Kong for seven, 12 years, and I learned a lot about uh, sales and customer service. Came back to New Zealand with a seven-year-old and started a business, not knowing anything about business. And so that entrepreneurial seizure led me to reading and studying what makes business work, what makes leadership work, and it's brought me 20 years into the future where I am today. Beautiful. And 
and throughout the years, how many people have you have you done work with? How many oh, people have you supported? I've, I've lost count because when you work with people, obviously in a Dale Carnegie environment, I saw the most miraculous results through something called time-based learning. And I learned that you can't go to a three-day seminar or read a book and transform your life. And so what I do is based on time-based learning. And it's also based on a strategy where if you miss certain points, then you're not going to get the results that you want. And this is where individual coaching and small business and leadership coaching comes into its own. Absolutely. Um, and, and how do you go about sharing your credibility? I have a website. I've been writing a blog for three or four years now. I have free resources on that website to help small businesses and leaders develop the skills they need to succeed. I also have, I also write for other people. And what this does, it gives you a completely different perspective from a servant leader's uh, viewpoint where you're starting now to get off the dance floor and stand on the balcony when you're looking down, you have a completely different perspective. Yeah, I agree with you. It's, um, uh, we, we uh, ghostwrite books for others and there's nothing more powerful than putting yourself in the mindset of the person you're interacting with and then helping them move to the place they need to go to. I just absolutely adore what you do. So if, if you're listening to this and you're watching this and you're a leader or know a leader who is, who is lacking in personal men- momentum, maybe external momentum's okay, mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. hitting their numbers, but all their people hate them, or there are many other manifestations of that. If this is you or if this is something you want to learn more about, uh, you should reach out to Carolyn Landisman. Carolyn, how best can people do that? Uh, if you go to www.strategies, S-T-R-A-T-E-G-E with a Z, Z as we say, dot com. So that's uh, www.strategies.com. If you go to the contact page, you'll find my calendar where you can book a, a free half-hour session to discuss your business and leadership needs, or you can email me directly or telephone me. I'm happy to work in the medium that uh, best suits you. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your credibility with us today. It's such a pleasure, Mitchell, and thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Actually, the pleasure is mine, and you are absolutely welcome. (laughs) And you know how important Carolyn's message is, so click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Hi, this is Mitchell Levy, and thanks so much for listening and spreading the cred dust. You know, in doing the research, what I recognize is that we are at war. Those people who are credible versus those people who are dubious. And dubious nation is winning a thousand times over. We've got to fix it. We owe it to ourselves. We owe it to future generations. So come on over to Credibility Nation. Become a member. Take the pledge. Learn what you can do to help bring more credibility to the world. I look forward to seeing you over here while you're being cred-tabulous. Thanks again for listening. Take care. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.